Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in. This is Unspoken Logic and I'm Michael. Let's get into it. The last episode going over some of the things with the Rothschilds and their pull um, basically everything. Um, I want to talk about uh, the stock right now and the potential of an incoming economic collapse. For many years now there has been a contingent of alternative economists working diligently within the liberty movement to combat disinformation being spread by the mainstream media regarding America's true economic condition. You can see the true economic condition just by going to the stores here in America. Cost of foods going up, the cost of livings going up, the cost of homes are going up, but everything else is remaining the same. Now we're seeing this big push, this big push of this Omicron variant. Let's not forget the different places in Antarctica that are named after all of these uh, variants, which I think is extremely interesting. I'm going to have to dive further into that to see if there's any correlation or if there's anything that you can see patterns with that. I do think there's a high probability of that and maybe seeing potential future results. But as I was saying, the efforts have focused primarily on the continued devaluation of the dollar and the forest dependence on globalism that has outsourced and eliminated most U.S. manufacturing and production of raw materials. The problem of devaluation and stagflation have been present since 1916 when the Federal Reserve was officially formed and given power. But when the true impetus for a currency collapse and the destruction of the American buying power began in 2007-2008, when the financial crisis was used as an excuse to allow the Fed to create trillions upon trillions in stimulus dollars for well over a decade. The mainstream media's claim has always been that the Fed saved the U.S. from imminent collapse and the central bankers are heroes. After all, markets have mostly skyrocketed since quantitative uh, easing or QE was introduced during the credit crash and the stock market crash are the measure of economic health. The U.S. economy isn't the stock market. All the Federal Reserve really accomplished was to forge a devil bargain, uh, trading one manageable deflationary crisis for at least one possibly more. Higher unmanageable inflation crisis down the road, central banks kicked the can on the collapse, making it far worse in the process. The U.S. economy, in particular, is extremely vulnerable now. Money created from thin air by the Fed was used to support failing banks and corporations, not just here in America, but also banks and companies from around the world, because the dollar has been the world reserve currency for the better part of the past century. The Fed has been able to print cash with wild abandon and mostly avoid inflationary consequences. This was especially true in the decade after the derivatives crunch of 2008. Why? The dollar's global reserve status means dollars are likely to be held overseas in foreign banks and corporate coffers to be used in global trade. 
However, there is no such thing as a party that goes on forever. Eventually, the punch runs out and the light shuts off. If the dollar is devalued too much, whether by endless printing or new money or by relentless inflationary pressures at home, all the overseas dollars will come flooding back into the U.S. The result is an inflationary avalanche, a massive injection of liquidity exactly when it will cause the most trouble. We are now close to the point of no return. The difference between a crisis and a real crisis, the inflation becomes visible to the public and their pocketbooks take a hit. This is when the real crisis begins. And like I mentioned, we're seeing this now. If you go to the store, if you fill up your tank, you're seeing everything start to skyrocket up. There's a reason for that. This is a very controlled, methodical collapse of the American government and the country that we used to know it as. And they're doing it systematically in a very controlled manner so that way it doesn't cause panic or fear and they won't be able to control the masses if that happens. So if they do it little by little, eventually when it's at your doorstep, it'll be too late. A catch-22 situation arises and the Fed must make a choice. To continue with inflationary programs and risk taking the blame for extreme price increases, taper these programs and risk an implosion of stock markets, which have long been artificially inflated by stimulus without Fed support. Stock markets will die. We had a taste of this last time the Fed flirted with tapering in 2018. My position has always been that the Federal Reserve is not a banking institution on a mission to protect the American financial interests. However, I believe the Fed is an ideological suicide bomber and deliberately derail or destroy the American economy. The bankers would need a cover event to hide their calculated economic attack. Otherwise, they would take full blame for the resulting disaster. Now, this is where the COVID pandemic comes in. Uh, subsequent lockdowns and supply chains have now provided that cover event. All right, two years after the pandemic started and the Fed has pumped out approximately $6 trillion more in stimulus money officially and helicopter money through PPP loans and COVID checks. On top of that, Biden is ready to drop another $1 trillion in the span of the next couple years through his recently passed infrastructure bill Production of fiat money is not the same as real production within the economy. Trillions of dollars in public works program might create more jobs, but it will also inflate prices as the dollar goes into a decline. So unless wages are adjusted according to price increases, people will have jobs, but still won't be able to afford a comfortable standard of living. This leads to stagflation in which prices continue to rise while wages and consumption stagnate. Another catch-22 to consider is that an inflation becomes rampant. The Federal Reserve may be compelled, or claim they are compelled, to raise the interest rates significantly in a short span of time. This means an immediate slowdown in the flow of overnight loans to major banks, an immediate slowdown in loans to large and small businesses an immediate crash in credit options for consumers, and an overall crash 
in consumer spending. You might recognize this as the recipe that created the 1981-1982 recession, the third worst recession in 20th century. In other words, the choice is stagflation or deflationary depression. It would appear that the Fed has chosen stagflation. We have now chosen and reached the stage of the game in which stagflation and it's only going to get worse from here. Okay, uh, the lies of the statistics, the data, according to the official consumer price index or the CPI calculations and Fed data, we are now witnessing the largest inflation surge in over 30 years. But the real story is much more concerning. CPR numbers are manipulated and have been since the 1990s when calculation methods were changed and certain unsavory factors were removed. If we look at inflation according to the original wave calculation, it is actually double that reported by the government today. In particular, necessities like food, housing, and the energy have exploded in price. But we are only at the beginning. Biden's infrastructure bill and the pandemic stimulus are not the only culprits behind the stagflation event. This has been a long time coming. Uh, it is the uh, culmination of many years of central bank stimulus sabotage and multiple presidents supporting multiple dollar devaluation schemes. All right, they're both the same. Right wing, left wing, it's the same bird. They're all in this group together. No one is going to save you. No one is going to be your savior. No one is going to drain the swamp. No one is going to save you and your family except for you. Okay? Biden simply appears to be the president to put the final nail in the coffin of the U.S. economy or perhaps Kamala Harris. But how bad will this situation get? Collapse is not a strong word. I think most alternative economists have called the situation correctly in predicting a collapse. This is often treated as a loaded term, but I don't know what else you would call the scenario we are facing. Uh, the COVID lockdowns and the battle over the jab mandates have perhaps distracted Americans from an even larger danger of financial instability. The fight is important and must continue, but stopping the mandates does not mean the overreaching threat of economic chaos goes away and both serve the interests of the central bankers and the globalists. Some of the key policies within the literature for the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, uh, and what the World Economic Forum calls the Fourth Industrial Revolution, includes Universal Basic Income, or UBI the sharing economy, and eventually a global digital currency, cryptocurrency, using the IMF special drawing rights basket as a foundation. Essentially, this would be a form of global technocratic communism, and if you enjoy individual freedom, or being forced into total reliance on your government for your very own survival, I'm sorry, bud. I'm not built that way, and I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you're also not built that way. This is not going to happen. And if more people start to spread the word about what's going on, then a lot more people will not participate. COVID has not convinced many hundreds of millions of people around the world to give up their freedoms for the sake of security. But maybe a stagflationary collapse will accomplish what COVID is not. 
Accelerated price spikes in necessities including housing and food will generate mass poverty and homelessness. There is no chance that wages will keep up with the cost. The government might step in with one more stimulus to help major corporations and businesses increase wages, but this would basically be at the beginning of a universal basic income, or UBI or free money for everyone. It would only cause more dollar devaluation and more inflation. They could try to freeze prices as many uh, communist regimes have done in the past, but this only leads to increased manufacturing shutdowns because the cost of production are too high and the profit incentives are too low. So the establishments will bring back regular checks like COVID check for the public now struggling to deal with ever increasing expenses and uncertainty, but with strings attached. Don't expect to get a UBI check or free money uh, if you refuse to comply with the jab mandates. If you run a business, don't expect aid if you hire non-compliant workers. UBI or free money gives the government ultimate control over everything you do. Every personal choice. And stagflationary crisis gives them the perfect opportunity to introduce permanent UBI. The mainstream can no longer deny the fact that stagflation is happening and it is a threat. So hopefully those people that have not been educated on the situation will learn very quickly enough to complete the preparations necessary to survive. Guns, ammo, water, food, shelter, love, and a keen sense of your surroundings. When the blue helmets roll in, they will. You have to be ready. Countering stagflation will require localized production, decentralization, and a move away from a reliance on global supply. You have to be able to grow your own food. You have to be able to go out there and hunt and actually take the game down and prepare it and do what you need to do and cook and live. You may This may be the only source of food you're going to get. There's a lot that needs to be done and very little time to do it. At the bottom, the fight against economic collapse and the Great Reset starts with each person and how you're going to prepare for this, what your reality will consist of. As discussed in previous episodes, what hill do you die on? Are you ready? Each person caught by surprise and stricken with poverty is just another person added to the hungry mob begging the establishment for a draconian solution like UBI. Each properly prepared individual is, as always, an obstacle to authoritarianism. It's time to choose which one you will be. Will you be? the person that wants this will you be the person that will get 20 boosters like we're seeing in israel right now maybe not 20 but they're changing their measures they're pushing the goalposts back you're not fully vaccinated unless you have five will you be allowed to go into grocery stores as mentioned in another podcast, 
where they're starting to prevent people from going and buying groceries for their family. The supply chain issues. Will there be enough? Inflation. Will you have enough money to even buy food? Will you have a home? And this has all been planned. World Economic Forum, the powers that be, the Majestic 12, which I'll dive into that a little bit later. But these things are being done for a reason. America stands in the way of all their plans and they need a collapse to occur. They need a reason to bring in martial law. And what's funny is that one of the things that really got me thinking about all of this and my reality and kind of woke me up or um, was that of Jade Helm. It made me question. I remember I was just reading a, a few articles and one of them just happened to talk about a military training exercise called Jade Helm. And I remember thinking... Why would the U.S. government be conducting a military exercise on U.S. soil? It didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense that they were planning something like that of, of great measures to control the U.S. population, urban warfare, CIA operatives. And then you started seeing... Uh, the riots and you started seeing people get picked up off the streets in unmarked vans. I truly believe that Operation Dark Winter is something that will be a play. Um, I think that will be coming shortly after a collapse. Uh, that collapse is going to cause uh, people to want to be on this UBI uh, or free money or universal basic income. And the only way you'll get it is if you have the jab. More red-blooded Americans, regardless of your religion, regardless of your color, regardless of your gender, the division needs to be put aside. We need to start working together to understand and to form and shape our own outcome. Hence the law of attraction. If enough people know and they will it into existence, can it change? If enough people stop complying with things that violate our constitutional rights, the real constitutional rights, these are things that you need to really put in some deep thought and just realize everything else that you're distracted with doesn't matter it's not going to do anything for you it's meant to distract you it's meant to make sure you remain docile it's meant so that you don't do anything about it or you don't speak up and i think that's a major major issue is that not a lot of people are speaking up about what's going on. And that is the main reason why I actually created Unspoken Logic. So, with that, 
you make up your own mind. But until next time, keep it logical.